Hi there, and welcome back to Healthish, the almost daily podcast for Body and Soul. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm the digital editor at Body and Soul. Whenever we post anything on the website relating to gut health, it gets an enormous response. Gut health has certainly gone mainstream. You can find um, an influx of kombucha and kimchi now readily available in most supermarkets, which is why I wanted to bring in today's guest, Reese Carter, as I know he loves nothing more than bursting the fads and myths around nutrition, but especially this trendy idea of gut health. Hi, Ali. Welcome to Healthyish. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, you are in the studio, which is such a treat. We're not even doing this via Zoom or Skype. I know. I think this is the first in-person um, podcast I've done this year. This well, is crazy. I'm glad that this is your first. This is the only one you need to do. Exactly. What a way to get back into it. <laughs> now, you are really big, and I love this about you, and you're really outspoken on your socials about it, but you're really big on calling out the BS in the health and wellness space because there is a lot of it, and my goodness, I received some funny press releases, that's for sure. <laughs> but what do you think, when it comes to gut health, which is such a fashionable topic, let's mm-hmm. put it like that, what are the biggest myths that you to get your goat. Oh my god, where where do I start? There are so <laughs> many of them. There are so many of them and you you're absolutely right. Like gut health is such a buzzing topic. Mm-hmm. Um and it is so important, but I guess the biggest if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. I think it would be this idea that the gut needs to be detoxed or cleansed. You know, we see so many yeah. uh, products or, or methods whether it's a juice cleanse or a tea cleanse or bone broth or, you know, colonic, which is probably Mm. the most extreme example. Mm -hmm. And it's just so far from what the science actually says. We don't need to be... Our gut isn't some kind of toxic wasteland we need to be stripping things out of. Quite the opposite. Like, all of the science shows us that what it needs is for us to be putting the good stuff back in, Mm. nurturing it, feeding the gut everything that makes it healthy, Mm. and perhaps most importantly, feeding all the bacteria the right stuff for them to thrive and do their thing and keep the gut healthy. Yeah, there's so many gut cleansers out there and people love the idea of uh, the idea of a detox. I think it sort of feels like some sort of spiritual kind of awakening or something, which is, look, if that's what you're into, like go for it. But it's interesting to note that you say that that's not what the gut necessarily needs. Absolutely. And, you know, you're right. I can totally see the appeal. It sounds, oh, detox, cleanse, come out the other side, squeaky clean, fantastic. Mm -hmm. But actually, like, there's so much good that um, good gut health can do, not just for the gut, but for the whole body. And it kind of really upsets me that the important message is getting lost in all of that because the important message is actually feed the gut bacteria the right stuff and see improvements to mental well-being to immunity to weight management Mm. Um, and these cleansers which actually restrict food restrict food restrict fiber are actually counterproductive they're doing the complete opposite to what we need Mm. so what do you what should we be feeding our gut with then if it's not about um, deprivation then how do we how do we fuel it it's it's about diversity, which is almost the opposite of deprivation. So mm. I think to set the scene, we've got to remember there are tens of trillions of microbes that live in the gut, right? And of that, there are like 15,000 different species, right? And they, the, all of those different species like to chow down on different food. They all have different <laughs> fuel sources that they prefer. So we need to be making sure that our diet feeds as many of them as possible because a diverse micro the microbiota or microbiome, which is mm. the bacteria in our gut, a diverse 
diverse kind of ecosystem equals better health. And so we need to be feeding as many as possible. Mm. So what that means is as many different types of fiber as possible. Um, there's no one best fiber. You know what I mean? We need to get them from all different sources, from whole grains, from legumes, from beans, um, fruits and veggies. And so Whilst there are some foods that are higher in certain prebiotic fibres and resistant starch that feed those good gut, mm. ba gut bacteria, my message is always this, focus on diversity. Focus on getting thir 30 to 40 different plant foods in a week. Um, you know, and maybe stop tracking calories, stop tracking protein for a while and instead track fibre. Um, because five, most the protein deficiency in Australia is practically non-existent. Um, fibre deficiency is pretty common. Um, almost nobody eats enough fibre. Uh, women need to be aiming for about 25 grams a day, men for 30. And it's this fibre that feeds the gut bacteria. Um, right. And they eat it. They chew up this, um, uh, this fibre because we don't digest it. So it's their food. And in return, they release all these beautiful health-promoting molecules called short-chain fatty acids um, that help not only gut health, but like I said, there are flow-on effects to other parts of the body as well. Mm, it's so fascinating. The and I think we're only learning the you know the tip of the iceberg on the science mm. of the brain gut connection, but the effect that a healthier gut or a more diverse gut flora can give to your mental health and to your mood and to your energy levels and as you said, weight management and all these other wonderful things, which is awesome. Okay, so you you said that we should be tracking our fibre. What would what does that look like in a in a day on a plate? Like, give it to us. So how would you go about adding in more fibre? Because I think fibre, and I'm like mm, bread. Is that it? You know what? Most people, when I say fibre, think like the most unsexy things. Yeah. They think like, you know, fibre supplements, advancing age, mm. bathroom habits. It is so much more than that. Like fibre <laughs> needs a rebrand. Fibre isn't pretty much you in You need to give it a rebrand. You need to it give it a makeover. A exactly. It needs a 2020 kind of rebrand because it doesn't It doesn't get nearly the amount of no, attention it doesn't it sound sexy. Not at all. Mm -mm. Uh, and like you said, it's kind of, it is an emerging part of, um, nutrition science. We're still learning so much more about the importance of fibre, but we know that it has roles above and beyond, you know, kind of regular bowel movements and mm, all that mm -hmm. non-sexy stuff. Digestive health. Exactly, yeah. and digestive health. Yeah. So um, when I give advice, I try to make it really, really simple because I don't necessarily think everyone has time to measure out their cups of whole grains and this, that, and the other. So my advice is this. I have a 50-25-25 rule, and mm -hmm. I say apply it to all your meals. So if you have a dinner-sized plate, 50% should be bright, colourful, diverse veggies. 25% mm -hmm. should be a whole grain carbohydrate. And then the last 25% should be your protein. Now, that doesn't matter if it, this is true whether you're plant-based or whether you're an omnivore. Mm. Uh, we need to be making plants the hero of uh, your plate. And if you actually do that, you'll kind of hit the recommended dietary mm. targets without having to think about it because half a plate half a plate of veggies is about to serve. So you do that three times a day, you get where you need to get. Mm. Same with grains, same with protein. So instead of measuring out your meals, I kind of like that visual idea of 50%, 25%, mm. 25%. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me, Ali. Reese's advice to throw out any kind of carb, macro or calorie counting in favour of the visual plate approach for the sake of your gut is not only sensible but a hell of a lot easier. And hey, no maths required, right? If you found this chat remotely useful, please spend a minute to rate, review and subscribe wherever you like to get your podcasts. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish.
Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.